Hi, my name is David Siegler and welcome to my podcast. Hi, property sourcing profiteers out there in property sourcing profit land. If you are sourcing property for profit, this is the podcast for you. And uh, this is rather a special episode. Not one of my normal episodes. Am I going to talk about deal packaging? Yes, I am. Uh, However, I've been... I've been overwhelmed by messages from friends in property, in the business, not necessarily deal packaging, but doing all sorts of things in business about the uh, current situation. You know, I'm, I'm going to say COVID-19. Uh, I've said it now. That is what I'm going to be talking about for the next few minutes, how you can ma- maybe protect the downside, make yourself as safe as you possibly can going forward. Uh, and then I'm going to talk about life afterwards. And I'm just going to touch on that because I think that's worthy of a podcast episode on its own. And uh, life will change because of this, I believe. I believe. These are my beliefs, right? Uh, but I'm on my pr- fifth property cycle. And people have been saying to me for the last couple of years, David, when's the next recession coming? When's the next downturn coming? When's, when's it going to happen? Uh, and I've been saying, if you've asked me, you personally may have asked me that question. I've been saying, well, I don't, I don't, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what will trigger it. Will Brexit be the trigger? That was a really popular. Is Brexit going to cause a downturn? And um, I've, I said to any of you who asked me that question, you will know this. I said, I don't know. I do know there'll be a downturn. I'm not sure it's going to be Brexit. Um, because that was probably factored in quite early, but something will happen, and, you know, something has happened, right? But none of us envisage this tragedy, this terrible human malware that's got into our systems and is causing such pain and loss. So I'm going to talk about property in this uh, episode, but I want you to be aware that I like all of us, I'm touched and moved at what's going on in society. I share the same human fears, worries, concerns, the respect that I have for people on the front line in the NHS. My daughter's there. My daughter is now once again an A&E doctor uh, working in NHS hospitals in London. Um, But it's not just about the NHS, it's about the police, it's about the cleaners and in hospitals it's about all the, all the nhs staff it's about everyone who's on the front line on this trying trying to keep us safe so let's start with if you're worried frightened concerned about what you're going to do about your property business because of what's happened i look i'll tell you what i know i'll give you a little bit of help i know as much as anyone else i think right no one has the answers that's the worry isn't it uh, so i'll tell you what i know Give it a try. Make sure you make yourself as safe as possible. Okay? So here's what I would do. If you have a property portfolio, if you're reliant on rent coming in from your tenants to pay your bills, and there are landlords out there who are bona fide landlords who have set up a portfolio and the income from their portfolio pays their daily subsistence bills you know their cost of living is covered there's nothing wrong with that by the way you know that's a pretty smart thing to do but when the tenants don't pay the rent 
because of what's happened. When rent's interrupted and you have commitments to the bank, it's going to cause tears, going to cause a few problems, right? So um, the important thing, the number one important thing is to, first of all, absorb the shock. I, I honestly believe, having made dozens of phone calls, WhatsApp calls, whatever, to people who are in the industry who are frightened and concerned, that shock is a big, big it's something that we all have to deal with. Big, big issue at the moment. People are in a state of shock. Uh, and they haven't come down the other side. And they haven't absorbed it. And they haven't gone through the human process of dealing, computing the information. So if that's you, you know, don't blame yourself. Don't feel sad and alone and lost and frightened. Because you will go through the process. You'll grieve. Life is not going to be the same after this is finished and this will end whatever it is that's going on it will end when it finishes we're going to be in a different place economically okay we are and we're going to have to fix it so here's some practical things maybe you can use them in your life to try and ease your way forward okay if you have not done it already and you have a portfolio get on to your tenants get on to your tenants and make contact with them see how they are okay in particular if you know you're going to have non-paying tenants and um you know i think any of us with a portfolio knows which of our tenants are likely to be paying and non-paying if you know you're going to have non-paying tenants reach out to them now if they don't pay maybe the rent's not fallen due yet so in my personal portfolio i don't think i'm giving too much away um i have had some rent payments i've got some really good tenants out there but, you know, this is early days. I'm talking in, uh, when am I talking? The end of March 2020. So we've just gone into lockdown-ish in the United Kingdom. Uh, the, the biting hasn't bit yet. So I'm anticipating that some of my tenants will not be able to pay going forward. Reach out to them. Talk to them. Ask for evidence of their inability to pay. So if they've been laid off from work, if they've been sacked, we need to see evidence that they've been sacked. If they've been furloughed, it's quite a fashionable name at the moment, but if they've got employers who have laid them off on the basis that the government will now pick up 80% of their wages, you know, um, we need evidence of that. We need an email from their employer. We need something. Uh, because the 80% of the wages is going to come, but it's not going to come very quickly, is it? I don't know what the systems are. I mean, it's too early for me broadcasting this speaking this into a microphone i don't know how the system's going to work so uh, we need evidence right you need to remind them that it's not they have to pay the rent right the obligation to pay the rent has not been cancelled you know they still owe the money they will be building arrears and when this all ends they will have arrears that have to be cleared so this is what i've done right i have spoken to my tenants i've emailed them all spoken to them suggesting that they pay something you know whatever they can pay will minimize their arrears at the end okay um and it's not completely altruistic on my part because you know i've been a landlord a long time and um you know human nature is human nature right and uh i'm not saying every tenant but i think you know where i'm heading with this already right if my tenants are allowed to big build up a huge amount of arrears it's going to be unaffordable for some people to clear it so i'm going to finish up paying the bill here aren't i 
that's that's how it goes and the other landlords are going to finish up paying the bill so um let's try and minimize what that bill's going to be can they pay something okay uh, i've spoken to my commercial tenants so commercial is a little bit different to residential speaking to my commercial tenants i've tried i've suggested to them a payment plan you know pay something right contacting them has become more difficult i didn't think this through because they're no longer at their premises none of them are in the essential services um, part of the economic community so they're at home right and uh, i'm relying on email with some of them i do have phone contact for others but try and agree some sort of payment plan with them because it's not a rent holiday right they're not excused rent they are going to have to pay rent whether they're commercial or residential okay now as soon as you are in trouble uh in that your rent is not coming in uh i have friends in the industry who have had dozens of emails uh phone calls from their tenants saying their tenants aren't going to be able to pay okay so as soon as they the payment date passes and you've not been paid uh, make sure that you ref- report the non-payment to your lender, okay? Now, I'm not saying make an application for your mortgage payments to be deferred at this point, but your lender has to know what's going on. Now, they've been instructed to offer mortgage payment deferrals to buy-to-let landlords. I know there is one big lender in particular um who is saying they're not going to extend the offer of mortgage payment deferrals to buy to let landlords let's see how that plays out i think it's a difficult one for the bank to dig their heels in they're they're just gonna uh, give deferments to residential customers but you need to let your lender know even if they just file it right in the information who's paying rent who's not paying rent get on to them right if you are in serviced accommodation or guest house hotel business right apply now for a grant to support your serviced accommodation business right if the rateable value of your property is less than fifty one thousand pounds probably that means most of you listening to here this episode most of us in the world you will be entitled to a cash grant of up to twenty five thousand pounds now, you, you contact your local authority uh, to claim this. Now, here's what I'm hearing. You're not getting a response from your local authority. This is very early days, okay? Um, uh, if your rateable value is less than £15,000, you are entitled to a cash grant. This is not a loan of up to £10,000, right? Now, my understanding is this is how it's going to work, that the local authorities, who are also troubled by all this, and they also have people working at home, okay, um, they are the business rates department, because these are for businesses, okay, the business rates department is going to contact you with respect to claiming for your grant. That's what I understand at the time of recording this episode, right? Um, And I'm acutely aware you know, um, last week's episode went out, but um, I, you know, I got behind, or, or rather, I was overtaken by events because I was talking about Section Eight and getting possession orders and stuff like that. And that, in normal times, that is absolutely great advice. And do you know what? Normal times will return, and we'll be doing that again. Okay, but the government intervened betwixt and between me recording that episode and it being published, and I couldn't grab it back, so it went out. Okay. Um, 
the information in there is really, really sound in a normal situation. Uh, but uh, the government have now suspended the Section 8 process, so we're going to have to wait for three months at least, probably beyond, before we can implement that. But there's good advice in there, so make sure you make sure you follow it when the time's right, okay? Um, you can apply. If you're running a serviced accommodation business, and, you know, maybe you are, maybe you're not, maybe you've got a buy-to-let portfolio and one or two units you're using for serviced accommodation, have you registered for business rates? If you've been registered for business rates, and I think that is the threshold, you can apply for a 12-month business rates holiday from the local authority for your service accommodation business or your hotel. Send an email in. Send an email in. Make sure that you get that request in place. Um, there is also the government has set up a coronavirus business interruption loan. This is borrowing money team. So they guarantee loans up to certain levels for certain levels of business. It has a 12-month interest-free period from uh, a set um, panel of lenders, a set panel of banks. And I have a link that gives uh, all the lenders in the panel to you who you can who you can uh, apply to. What I'll do is I'll ask the team to put the link into the show notes for this episode. Uh, and maybe that will that will help you. So you'll know who the lenders are. Now, I've already spoken to a buddy of mine who would love to do this, would love to um, apply and appears on the face of it um, to meet all the criteria to apply for a coronavirus business interruption loan. However, his lender is not on the panel of lenders. Now, is it, is it an exclusive list? I don't know. Will it make any difference to him in the end? I don't know. Okay, so I'm going to put the link. I'm going to ask the team. I'll ask the team, a wonderful team who does my editing, uh, to put the link in the show notes, see if we can cover that off for you. Okay, so that that pretty much is as much as we can do now. Okay, Uh, my understanding is we're all sitting at home waiting for the world to change again. The world will change. But in the interim, try and minimise the damage right? That's all you can do is minimise the damage. And I understand that some of you listening to this might think the damage is greater than those um, steps and stages can help you with. And, And I get that. But stick in there. Do the best you can. You must try and pay your mortgages. You know, don't get in trouble with the banks because, um, it's not going to do you any, any good after the event. Um, if you possibly can, come to some you know if you can't pay the whole lot come to some arrangement with them make sure you pay them okay if you've got rent to rent deals out there and you're doing maybe rent to rent for service accommodation right go back to your landlord and try and renegotiate your guaranteed rent all of these things need to be done you know we're day two day three of um lockdown now and that's this is you know this is very serious so there's a bit of a shock you're getting used to it um you're spending more time at home maybe the kids are at home too you've got to do all that stuff but 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 the time's coming you've got to take care of business don't spend three weeks six weeks nine weeks however long it's going to be i think it'll be longer than three weeks myself right at home waiting for the world to change the world is not going to change it's not okay not going to change in that period so you've got to take care of business so you've got to go through the shock through the grieving 
and then focus team you've got to focus on what you got to do next do not let this terrible thing wipe you out okay so work with your bank put something in place some scheme in place to make sure you've got payments going in that is really really important and then i'm just going to do a paragraph to end this because um you know this has been quite a serious episode and uh, sometimes you've got to do serious episodes it's serious times right i just want you to think a little bit about you know we're deal packages mainly who listen to this you you honor me with uh, listening into what I do on a daily weekly basis uh, and that's cool um i want to leave you on a positive note i have no doubt that when the dust settles and we come out into the sunlight and we have to go back to work and that will happen guys we are going to have to go back to work we're going to have to put this terrible incident behind us and uh, we don't forget right but you know we're gonna life will go on this will pass and people will be wanting to buy properties guys people are buying properties today as i speak as i record this episode i have a pal in a property auction an online property auction from a big london auction house okay and people are buying properties today for cash they are so you can't tell me the money's not out there you can't tell me people are not interested in building property portfolios the investors are there the challenge is to find them so get out there and find them start positioning yourself now start getting online and talking about what you do and who you are now start talking about your towns your business where the deals are what the returns are now so many people have been saying to me oh david i can't do single lets anywhere in the united kingdom now because prices have gone up yields have gone down you know prices have gone up so yields are now oh seven seven and a half percent they were used to be ten percent because prices have gone up and it doesn't work anymore well guys the good news okay your yields aren't going to be seven seven and a half percent anymore when this is finished they're going to be back towards double digits right so get ready for that people will want to buy property in the downturn thing about most deal packages operating today you know they started their businesses shall i say since 2008 now that's not everyone i get that right but most of you listening to this have started their property businesses since 10 2008 and all you have known is working through a period where there's been gradual gradual improvement you know we haven't had a boom we haven't had a um a crash either there's been just this long slow inexorable slight rise in prices all the way to through so that it's arguable certainly in the north of england that prices have only just got back to the 2007 uh, values today now i know in the southeast of england london and southeast it's significantly gone past that right i get that but you know maybe some parts of the uk were thinking well this is, this is great we just got back to 2007 and now it's all going to drop again well maybe it is but then that means you can sell cash flow guys you've got very affordable properties at that point that you can sell right and you know i'm not talking about today i'm not being disrespectful to those who are fighting for their lives as i'm recording this and who knows you know will i be spared in two weeks time will i be in hospital you can all ask yourself that question right i don't know i've been out and about the last two three weeks who have i met have they inadvertently passed something on to me have i passed it on to someone else you know we don't know where we are but i'm telling you this will end and i'm telling you 
Now is the time to hone your skills, improve, improve your education, improve your systems, improve your marketing. Marketing is key. And you can get out there and find all the deals. If investors are buying things today, the end of March 2020, they will be buying when you're ready to come out and do business. So deal packaging is the fastest way on the planet to get money into your property business. You can start from day one, but position yourself now. Start talking now. Do it with respect. Do it with uh, great awareness of what's going on around you. But market, market, market hard. Build your skills. Make sure people know who you are and what you're doing. That is the key. And then when the wheel turns, as it surely will, you'll be fit and able to make some money. That's it for today. Thank you so much for, uh, for listening. Um, deal packages out there. Ultimately, we want to make some money, right? Put yourself in that position where you are the go-to guy or girl and people will listen to you. I'll speak to you very soon. Take care and God bless everyone. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode.